Hey, Wiki listeners, it's Rachel. And Victor, did you know I host the fantastic NYC Talent Show every Monday night at the Parkside Lounge in New York City? It's an off-off Broadway showcase where you can see New York's underground performance art up close. We've got weekly special guests like Colin Quinn, Janine Garofalo, Tone Bell, and lots more. Use the code WIKILISTEN for a special discount on tickets when you go to nyctalentshow.com. That's nyctalentshow.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is the Wikipedia page for trick-or-treating, part two of two. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW. And I'm Victor Bernardo, KSN, reminding you to subscribe. Otherwise, a ghost will come and steal your chocolate. It's true. A ghost will come and steal your chocolate. And by ghost, you mean me. I'm going to come steal your chocolate. It is trick-or-treating that we're talking about, everybody. And don't worry, Rachel's not going to come steal your chocolate. Let's get spooky. We're going to pick back up at the section of origins toward the end of it. Here we go. The thousands of Halloween postcards produced between the start of the 20th century and the 1920s commonly show children, but do not depict trick-or-treating. The editor of a collection of over 3,000 vintage Halloween postcards writes, There are cards which mention the custom of trick-or-treating, or show children in costumes at the doors. But as far as we can tell, they were printed later than the 1920s and more than likely even the 1930s. Tricksters of various sorts are shown on the early postcards, but not the means of appeasing them. Trick-or-treating does not seem to have become a widespread practice until the 1930s with the first U.S. appearance of the term in 1932 and the first use in a national publication occurring in 1939. Behavior similar to trick-or-treating was more commonly associated with Thanksgiving from 1870, shortly after that holiday's formalization, until the 1930s. In New York City, a Thanksgiving ritual known as Ragamuffin Day involved children dressing up as beggars and asking for treats, which later evolved into dressing up in more diverse costumes. 
Increasing hostility toward the practice in the 1930s eventually led to the begging aspects being dropped, and by the 1950s, the tradition as a whole had ceased. Oh, poor Ragamuffin Day. I know. Increased popularity. Almost all pre-1940 uses of the term trick-or-treat are from the United States and Canada. Trick-or-treating spread throughout the United States, stalled only by World War II sugar rationing that began in April 1942 and lasted until June 1947. Early national attention to trick-or-treating was given in October 1947 issues of the children's magazines Jack and Jill and Children's Activities and by Halloween episodes of the network radio programs The Baby Snooks Show in 1946 and The Jack Benny Show and The Adventures of Ozzy and Harriet in 1948. Trick-or-treating was depicted in the Peanuts comic strip in 1951. The custom had become firmly established in popular culture by 1952 when Walt Disney portrayed it in the cartoon Trick-or-Treat, and Ozzy and Harriet were besieged by trick-or-treaters on an episode of their television show. In 1953, UNICEF first conducted a national campaign for children to raise funds for the charity while trick-or-treating. Way to go, UNICEF. Way to capitalize on a new holiday. Wow, UNICEF. Although some popular histories of Halloween have characterized trick-or-treating as an adult invention to rechannel Halloween activities away from mischief night vandalism, there are very few records supporting this. Des Moines, Iowa is the only area known to have a record of trick-or-treating being used to deter crime. Elsewhere, adults, as reported in newspapers from the mid-1930s to the mid-1950s, typically saw it as a form of extortion, with reactions ranging from bemused indulgence to anger. Likewise, as portrayed on radio shows, children would have to explain what trick-or-treating was to puzzled adults, and not the other way around. Sometimes even the children protested. For Halloween 1948, members of the Madison Square Boys Club in New York City carried a parade banner that read, American boys don't beg. Ooh, what party poopers. <laughs> I know. Straight up haters. <laughs> the National Confectioners Association reported in 2005 that 80% of adults in the United States plan to give out confectionery to trick-or-treaters. And that 93% of children, teenagers, and young adults, that's you, plan to go trick-or-treating or participating in other Halloween activities. I will beg. Please give me all the chocolate. I mean, all the Halloween candy. That's right. If you want to send Halloween candy to Rachel, send it to 442 Lorimer Street, Suite D256, Brooklyn, New York, 112 Zero six. Address it to Supreme Robot Pictures, who produces this show. Wow. Praise introduction to the UK and Ireland. Despite the concept of trick-or-treating originating in Britain and Ireland in the form of souling and guising, the use of the term trick-or-treat at the doors of homeowners was not common until the 1980s, with its popularization in part through the release of the film E.T., Guising requires those going door-to-door to perform a song or poem without any jocular threat. And according to one BBC journalist in the 1980s, trick-or-treat was still often viewed as an exotic and not particularly welcome import, with the BBC referring to it as the Japanese knotweed of festivals. Mm, That doesn't sound nice at all. (laughs) No, what the hell is that? Oh, okay, okay. I hovered my cursor over Japanese knotweed, and it's, it's a plant. 
Oh, it's a weed. I get it. Yeah, it's a weed. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't being necessarily racist. Okay, no, they got weren't. it. And making demands with menaces. In Ireland, before the phrase trick or treat became common in the 2000s, children would say, help the Halloween party. Very often, the phrase trick or treat is simply said, and the revelers are given sweets. But with the choice of a trick or a treat, having been discarded. Etiquette. Trick-or-treating typically begins at dusk on October 31st. Some municipalities choose other dates. Homeowners wishing to participate sometimes decorate their homes with artificial spider webs, plastic skeletons, and jack-o'-lanterns. I'm not necessarily proud of this, but during the Hurricane Sandy era, Chris Christie decided to change the day of Halloween. And so my town participated in that. So I went trick-or-treating on both Halloween and the rescheduled Halloween day. If you're not proud of it, why are you mouthing off about it? I'm a little bit proud of it. Uh-huh. Wiki listeners, you can help support us by listening to this quick message while you send me all of your Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Thank you for listening to that message, everybody. Rachel has now stuffed her face with so much candy, she's probably going to vomit. Local variants. Guising. Guising redirects here. For other uses, see guising disambiguation. In Scotland and Ireland, guising children going from door to door in disguise is traditional, and a gift in the form of food, coins, or apples or nuts for the Halloween party, in more recent times chocolate, is given out to the children. The tradition is called guising because of the disguises or costumes worn by the children. In the West Mid-Scots dialect, guising is known as Galoshins. Halloween masks are referred to as false faces in Ireland and Scotland. While guising has been recorded in Scotland in the 16th century, a more contemporary record of guising at Halloween in Scotland is in 1895, where masqueraders in disguise carrying lanterns made out of scooped-out turnips visit homes to be rewarded with cakes, fruit, and money. Guising also involved going to wealthy homes, and in the 1920s, boys went guising at Halloween up to the affluent Thornton Hall, South Lanarkshire. An account of guising in the 1950s in Ardrasan, North Irishshire, records a child receiving 12 shillings and 6 pence, having knocked on doors throughout the neighborhood and performed. In Ireland, children in their masks and costumes would commonly say, help the Halloween party at the doors of homeowners. Growing up in Derry, Northern Ireland in the 1960s, the Guardian journalist Michael Bradley recalls children asking, any nuts or apples? (laughs) (laughs) There is a significant difference from the way the practice has developed in North America with the jocular threat. In Scotland and Ireland, the children are only supposed to receive treats if they perform a party trick for the households they go to. This normally takes the form of singing a song or reciting a joke or a funny poem, which the child has memorized before setting out. While going from door to door in disguise has remained popular among Scots and Irish at Halloween, the North American saying trick or treat has become common in the 2000s. Trunk or treat. (laughs) What? I hate trunk or treating. I think it's so stupid. Oh, well, here we go. Some organizations around the United States and Canada sponsor a trunk or treat on Halloween night, or on occasion a day immediately preceding Halloween, or a few days from it on a weekend, depending on what is convenient. Where trick-or-treating is done from parked car to parked car in a local parking lot, often at a church or school. 
This annual event began in the mid-1990s as a fall festival for an alternative to trick-or-treating, but became trunk or treat two decades later. The activity involves the open trunk of a car displaying candy and often games and decorations. Some parents regard trunk-or-treating as a safer alternative to trick-or-treating, while other parents see it as an easier alternative to walking the neighborhood with their children. Some have called for more city or community group-sponsored trunk-or-treats, so they can be more inclusive. These have become increasingly popular in recent years. You're right, that doesn't sound great, trunk-or-treating. Right? Other. Children of the St. Louis, Missouri area are expected to perform a joke, usually a simple Halloween-themed pun or riddle, before receiving any candy. This trick earns the treat. Children in Des Moines, Iowa also tell jokes or otherwise perform before receiving their treat. That's interesting that like somewhere in the U.S. it's like a little bit different. Yeah, I like Halloween jokes too. Halloween jokes and puns are usually pretty fun. Do you know any Halloween jokes or puns? That's a scary thought that you enjoy Halloween puns. That is not a pun because scary is (laughs) you're using the correct (laughs) use of the word scary. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, you're right. I guess that was more of a Halloween themed joke. I don't know if it was a joke. Wiki listeners, let us know if that was a joke or not. (laughs) In most areas where trick-or-treating is practiced, it is considered an activity for children. Some jurisdictions in the United States forbid the activity for over 12s. Dressing up is common at all ages. Adults will often dress up to accompany their children, and young adults may dress up to go out and ask for gifts for a charity. I wonder if we're going to get to the adult thing of just dressing like super sexy for Halloween and, you know, like where a lot of people just dress up as slutty outfits. Yeah, it's true. I think it's so stupid that they ban it for the over 12s. Like, wouldn't you rather a teenager be out collecting candy instead of like, I don't know, doing drugs? I don't know. It's hard to say. In some parts of Canada, children sometimes say Halloween apples instead of trick or treat because they're crazy. This probably originated when the toffee apple was a popular type of candy. Apple giving in much of Canada, however, has been taboo since the 1960s when stories of almost certainly questionable authenticity appeared of razors hidden inside Halloween apples. Parents began to check over their children's fruit for safety before allowing them to eat it. In Quebec... Children also go door-to-door on Halloween. However, in French-speaking neighborhoods, instead of trick-or-treat, they will simply say Halloween because they're not very creative. (laughs) Though it traditionally used to be la charité, s'il vous plaît. Charity, please. In Portugal, children go from house to house in All Saints Day and All Souls Day carrying pumpkin-carved lanterns called coca, asking everyone they see for pau por deuce, singing rhymes where they remind people why they are begging, saying, it is for me and for you, and to give to the deceased who are dead and buried, or it is to share with your deceased. In the Azores, the bread given to the children takes the shape of the top of a skull. The tradition of Pau Produce was already recorded in the 15th century. In Sweden, children dress up as witches and monsters when they go trick-or-treating on Moundy Thursday, the Thursday before Easter, while Danish children dress up in various attires and go trick-or-treating on Fasselavn, or the next day, 
Shrove Monday. In Norway, the practice is quite common among children who come dressed up to people's doors asking for mainly candy. The Easter witch tradition is done on Palm Sunday in Finland. Vervonta. In parts of Flanders, some parts of the Netherlands, and most parts of Germany, Switzerland, and Austria, children go to houses with homemade beet lanterns or with paper lanterns, which can hold a candle or electronic light, singing songs about St. Martin on St. Martin's Day, the 11th of November, in return for treats. In northern Germany and southern Denmark, children dress up in costumes and go trick-or-treating on New Year's Eve in a tradition called Rummelpot. Trick-or-treat for charity. UNICEF <laughs> what? What's your problem? <laughs> UNICEF started a program in 1950 called Trick or Treat for UNICEF in which trick or treaters ask people to give money for the organization usually instead of collecting candy. Participating trick or treaters say when they knock at doors, trick or treat for UNICEF. This program started as an alternative to candy. The organization has long produced disposable collection boxes that state on the back what the money can be used for in developing countries. In Canada, students from the local high schools, colleges, and universities dress up to collect food donations for the local food banks as a form of trick-or-treating. This is sometimes called trick or eat. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I am so disappointed that they did not talk about slutty halloween costumes which are part of trick-or-treating all the time nowadays but, for adults but like if trick-or-treating is more about the kids like fewer of the kids are dressing up like that i feel like maybe that's true what you're talking about would fall under like a halloween costume article you might be right that's, i might be uh, wrong that's very possible this has been the wikipedia page for trick-or-treating part two of two Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. You can find us at wikilisten.com and on all social media and on TikTok at Wikilisten, except for Twitter, which is at wiki underscore listen. Don't forget to smash that subscribe button with your promises to send me candy. If there's a particular Wikipedia page you'd like us to read, let us know. We will read it. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.